Coming to you live. Again, back in person. The ass end of the blue line. All fired up. Many beers deep already. It is the Sons of Honarchy podcast. We'll see if Hot Take Tommy can hold his own. But I'm drunk Shy Sox fan. Tom? And I'm drunk. I'm hot. I'm a take... Tommy. All of this brought to you by ZBC Brand. All right, there we go. I really held the D out there for you too, Tom. I was really giving you. Wow. The, I was really giving you the God. D there. Wow. I was really giving you the D. You know, I was about Are to you say. Ready for this? I was about to say. I was like on the tip of my tongue. Man, it's so good to be in the same room as you again. And then you said that, and I'm like. And then you were like, "Crap, he's giving me the D. This is weird." Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I'm ready, baby. I got my Rockford Rivets jersey on. I got my Winston-Salem dash cap on. You know, that's funny because right before we had our brats, which thank you for providing. Of course. Preach. Decent. Good. Not even decent. Good. Thank Solid. you. Solid. Happy. Content. Full. Tipsy. All of the above. You had a comment. We're prepped. You had a comment. We're not prepped. <laughs> Don't lie. That's all the prep we need. <laughs> Food, booze, and each other's company. Okay, so you had this comment about why you were so excited about wearing the Rockford Rivets jersey, not just because it's from your hometown. That's right. It's your hometown. Stop. Good God. Your hometown. Bruce see, Springsteen, baby. See, look, this is why I didn't like – you know what? We should have zoomed. I, I should have stayed home. I didn't need you serenading me. Tell me. I know you're getting a little bit of, you know, so, some No, because I know you're going to be snarky. From me singing. <laughs> look, look. See, I know this is my shit. This is the shit I didn't have to deal with. Okay. So, tell me why you were so excited about your Rockford Rivets jersey. It's not just because it's a Rockford Rivets jersey. It's not Rivets just a jersey. Rockford Rivets jersey, ladies and gentlemen. It's got... What number is that, Tom, on it? What number is that? I believe it's the same number as Mr. 3000. Mr. 3000 himself, Nick Madrigal, number one. <laughs> There's no Madrigal on the back, obviously, because it's not his jersey. Apparently, this was a game-worn jersey, too. I mean, you can tell. There's some, what? There's some pit. Pit action. No, that's you. That's all you. Oh, You've okay. worn that jersey several times, multiple occasions, <sighs> only when drinking. That's like I had to let that one out too. That's usually your your trademark. But. I tried to cover mine because I care about our our listeners. I'm I'm ready. I'm embracing the role oh, today. I'm okay. embracing the role. What did I respond with concerning your rivets jersey when you said it, Nick Magical? Where is you said that. Mr. 3000 is going to be Mr. 3000 in the Northwoods League, like where the yeah, Rockford Rivets play. Yeah, that's the only fucking place Nick Madrigal's going to get 3,000 fucking hits is if he's playing for the Rockford fucking Rivets. No, okay? baby, I'm ready. <laughs> Mr. 3K Magic. The Magic Madrigal, baby. We, you already know. We do not All need right. to go down that road. We know our opinions. Speaking, speaking of this team, <sighs> and speaking of, of Mr. Madrigal himself, who... Honestly, I don't think I've seen enough of this uh, spring training. I want to see more of him. I There's see. a few guys. We'll get there. There's a few guys that we haven't seen enough of yet or right. at fucking right. all. But is it is it panic mode yet for the Tom? No. It, it, for us? Is it, is it for the White Sox? No. And if you're panicking, you're fucking 12 years old. Do, okay? we, do we suck again? 
I'm not. I'm like that Adam Sandler guy. You're not gonna well, put him in not my Adam head. Well, it's Adam Sandler. It's Rob Schneider. The, Rob the, Schneider. You I, can't get it right. You, you will not put him in my head. He's I literally refuse. referred to Rob Schneider as Adam Sandler, ladies and gentlemen, about like a dozen <laughs> times over the past half hour. Well, because you you promised you'd put him in the fucking. I'm not. I won't do it. I won't do it. Oh no! We suck again. I'll put him in, but I'm mad about it. <laughs> we don't suck. We're going to be fine. Everybody chill. It's spring training. Well, obviously, we've got accounts. Shout out to, uh, I think, the two people who are doing it very well and, and, and trolling people are obviously NWI Steve, Northwest Indian Steve on Sox Twitter, as well as uh, Jordan Miller. Uh, both guys are doing an excellent job of keeping the troll tweets of um, <laughs> keeping the worry about the White Sox during spring training, you know, spirit alive. Um, I personally don't give a shit about spring training, like barely at all. Like it was hard enough for me to sit down and watch like six innings of the nine inning game yep. the other day. Yeah. And this is this goes back to like. What everybody was saying about like Zach Remillard. Yeah, we don't like, like he's not gonna f- with runners in scoring position. Awesome. <laughs> Sebi, Literally, Se- our boy Sebi got plunked in the head. <laughs> he's like again, like another name that's just not going to grace the major leagues this season. Like, well, he's a guy that I I, I want to ask our, our guy Dan Victor about, and we're gonna have Dan on in about oh a week yeah, and a like half or so too. no more teasing here, no more teasing. This is honest to God truth. He's coming on the podcast. Yeah, September twentieth. September twentieth. September twentieth. March calendar. 20th. I just said September twentieth. I don't know where I got September Wait, from. No, the worst and part you repeated is it. I- <laughs> this is great. Well, now we have to invite him on in September. That's right. When we're making a postseason push. <laughs> Good God. When we're making a postseason push, we should probably already have fucking locked up the division by that point. In prayers. I mean, wait, September 20th. Yeah, we should have locked up the division by that point. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Um, I had to think about that. So what are, are we worried about anything at all, Tom? Uh, at all? Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is prepping for Dan Victor to come on and talk well, about that. Well, that's also catches. true. we got to be a little bit more legitimate, right? But... <laughs> He, he brings up the level of the podcast to a degree that it currently is not at. But <laughs> it's like the, that Wayne's World moment when you know Garth and Wayne are in front of like Alice Cooper, or in in the second one, Stephen Tyler, and they're like, "We're not worthy. We're not worthy." It's a hundred percent that. That is exactly what's going to happen. And March twentieth, put it in the calendars. That's when we're going to record it, and you'll hear it probably March 23rd when I'm done editing it. So. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll do it or whatever. 48-hour um. turnaround. <laughs> uh, in your dreams, 72-hour Am- Am- turnaround. Am- Amazon usually has better turnout than uh, Tommy does <laughs> when it comes to that turnaround with these podcasts, yeah. but nonetheless. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. I'm not fucking two-hour grocery delivery out in this bitch. I'm telling you. Um, so, look out for Dan Victor. He's gonna come out. We come at you with real facts. So real worries about this White Sox team. But Back real worries. But real worries about this Do White Sox team. Zero, none, nada, not fretting at all. I will tell you that the literal only thing I'm watching 
And I think this is across the board. The only fucking thing. And this is a first world problem for you. What are you doing? What are you? Why? Why did you just pretend to drink hand sanitizer? How drunk are you? I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. God fucking damn it. Okay. All right, let's go. Back to Earth. <laughs> the only thing that anyone is watching in this fucking preseason spring training is the backup catcher position. Okay. Is it going to be LaCroix? Is it going to be Yermin? Is it going to be Sebi? It won't be. Uh, or is it going to be Zach Collins? We've stated what we think. I, I mean, it's obviously going to be Sebi Zafala because he's the truth. Uh, no, it's obviously going to be on my side of things, you mean Mercedes, and you think it's going to be Jonathan Lucre. So who knows? Flip a fucking coin. Um, but that's the only thing of consequence that is happening in this spring training. I mean, fucking half of our guys haven't even pitched yet. Right. Your boy Dylan Cease. Still waiting. The cat's man has fixed him. Stop. No. He I don't. has fixed him. Steve? That's why we haven't seen him. He's no. already fixed. You said no this. I hate you for saying it. I didn't want you to say it. I... Cats man do. I'm sick of it. I look the, the <laughs> high school pitching coach, so miracle you're, worker. You're telling me that you're telling me that you you're not worried about Dylan Cease anymore. Like the whole of last season has been completely erased because Aaron not. He Kurtz. has better. He has better. Cy, doesn't he have better Cy Young? award uh odds right now than kyle hendricks bullshit i gotta double check that but i think it's <laughs> it's something like that it's wild <laughs> if <laughs> i'll tell you i'll put it to you this way if dylan cease had control like hendricks then he would be cy young Honestly. but that's not gonna fucking happen i'm sorry <laughs> that's literally not gonna happen i <laughs> i can't believe that I 100% am waiting for Jimmy Cordero to take the mound again because this first uh, bout where he got fucking shelled, that's not real Jimmy Cordero. He's going to come out, flex his biceps on him, gets him out. Okay, okay. So you're not sweating Jimmy that's Cordero's a blip. awful outing. That's a blip. And his, um, what should I say, future ragged arm that we can thank <laughs> Ricky Renteria for. Don't <laughs> – you do not have to say Ricky Renteria. Do the Ricky like Renteria. You're singing that stupid song every time. I don't need that. Like, I don't. I don't. Speaking of, that was recorded, that that video, that beautiful <laughs> cinematography was conducted in, uh, I believe it was Lot B and by the uh, plaza. The Yep, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are not allowed to visit there. Yeah, so I'm not even going to call this a bone pick because that would be unfair. No. I don't have an official bone to pick. Here, Here's where I'm at. I am very disappointed that we will not be able to tailgate this year. <laughs> like, it's, it's sad. It's a little saddening. Like, a little part of my soul dropped a little bit when the news was dropped that, hey, 20% capacity in the park, but... Hey, you're not allowed to tailgate. 
you're not allowed to congregate in the lots. That's a bummer. It's a big time bummer right there. Like, I was looking forward to slamming some brews and you know doing some grilling and getting together with some guys. I'm gonna put it to you this way. Do you remember the Area 51 thing? Okay. Where uh, there was a Facebook thing that was put out, and it's like they can't stop all of us if everyone meets at this part of Area 51 and we all charge in at the same time. They can't stop all of us. Then we can find out what's in Area 51. I feel like that is what we could do with the lots. Like they can't stop all of us <laughs> if we if we go down there with our grills and our cars and just say like, "Fucking, we're gonna be in this lot. You're gonna have to either arrest all ten thousand of us, or you know, like maybe two hundred of us, <laughs> or." <laughs> or you know like that that's the play man we we all go down there and it's like what you're gonna arrest all of us for for tailgating out here or we just go to uh buffalo wings and rings uh, which is you know right right that's probably i'll tell you what (laughs) if anything if there's any silver lining to mm-hmm. any of this. I, I hate the whole silver lining idea. Yeah, but if there's any silver lining to this, it's that hopefully the South Side businesses, the Yeah. The BWR Turtles. The, the Turtles. The the good old Shinix. Shinix. Uh you know, <laughs> Mitchell's Tap. Yeah. Um Yeah. They even, all they all deserve some love. Even all of the places that are a little further out, you know, get a little bit more Cork and Carrie didn't even mention. Right. Yeah, I don't know how I miss Cork and Carry. Probably too popular for me. That's why. Oh wow. Um, the contrarian know. Sox fan that you are. I hey, what can I say? I, I'm the person that actually thinks Madrigal's going to get three thousand hits <laughs> too. So. Fuck you. <laughs> Just fuck you. Think about it this way though. We could be entering an era of baseball in Chicago where it would not be contrarian to be a White Sox fan. Hmm. How beautiful would that be? Here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, here's where I'm at with that, too. It's okay. Oh, like, that's good. That's good. I know that's good. As, as much flack as we get for being Sox fans, for being the, the second city, second team, mm-hmm. I don't care. I personally do not care. If anything, it gives me a chip on my shoulder. Right. Number one. And then number two – like it doesn't have any effect on how the ball club plays. It has no effect on. I disagree. It has a massive effect on the budget of said ball okay, club. Budget. I'm just talking about how the team plays. You know. Yeah. And Jerry Reinsdorf could spend the money if he really wants to. The right? money's there. Yeah, you're right. So it's, it's fucking Jerry Reinsdorf. His great, great, great grandkids are going to be just fine. Um. You know, and here's the thing too, and I'll say this with the same token. If people start to hop on the White Sox bandwagon, I don't care. Even better. Bring them on. More money for the ball club. More money in Jerry's pocket for him to hopefully mm-hmm. be willing mm-hmm. to think, oh, hey, maybe this is worth the investment. And more people screaming when Nick Madrigal gets his 3,000th hit. Exactly. Which is actually not going to happen. It's just a dream. It's just a fucking pipe dream, guys. <clears throat> okay, look, Let he's me. a fucking 
rookie. Let Chill, me homie. have it. Chill. Let us have it. Let, let all of the magical lovers like myself and Carrie I, and Father Zoe, okay. let all of us just have it. If anybody's going to believe that he's going to get 3,000 hits, it better be him. But I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, I, I, I don't need to believe he's going to get 3,000 hits. He's... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I, I can't. Love it. I play cannot with, have play this. with that shit. Yeah, man. play, play with, with that like edge. You know, your Adam Eaton edge, if you will. Um, <laughs> speaking of starting right fielders, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just had there, to huh? put it out. I just had to put it out there that no, George Springer's not gonna be our starting right fielder. It's gonna be fucking Adam Eaton for eight million. Nine million? I it's Whatever not the even the Eaton was. thing that's pissing me off. It's how well Jock Peterson's playing right oh, now for the Cubs. It's spring, it's spring training, training. And I know it's Steve. spring training. I know it's spring what? Do you really think that Eaton's the better option? Again, like <sighs> he brings more edge to the team, man. More edge. Get out of here. Get nah. Nah. You can miss me with that. I um so I will tell you what I do need. I need another Molson. Do you mind if we Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh take a quick drink break and we'll we'll be right back. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you may know every now and again here on the sons of Ponarchy, both tommy and i like to do a segment called the minoso minute the minoso minute is when we take a minute or two sometimes three to talk <laughs> about uh an issue in baseball that is outside of the lines whether it be white Sox related whether it be mlb related but something that's a little bit more important to us and more important to the world than just the game that we love and enjoy so I do not have a Minoso minute this week, but our good old friend Hot Take Tommy across the table here uh, with beer in hand would like to uh, take it away for us this week. So, Tom, go right ahead. So <clears throat> I just wanted to take a moment and hopefully reflect in a similar fashion that a lot of you guys are reflecting right now on <clears throat> you know, hey, this is a this is a great time where Len Casper is in the booth next to Darren Jackson, and the sounds of baseball is coming through your radios again, and it's it's a big deal. Um, you know, especially with um, reflecting on the fact that the COVID nineteen, the worst of the COVID nineteen pandemic, is behind us. However, if you are a White Sox fan of any vintage you would know that ed farmer um is you know not coming through your speakers anymore um and for me it's 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 tough i i i'm gonna miss the hell out of him i miss the hell out of him already um and you know no knock on len casper you know he's he's fucking class act but Ed Farmer was was what I grew up on. You know, I, I listened to Ed call all sorts of bullshit games that meant nothing, but they meant something to me because he was talking about the game. And um, 
yeah, fuck, I, I just, I just miss him, and I, I wanted to take it. You know, this is definitely partly the Molson talking. I'll admit, but I fucking miss Ed Farmer. May he rest in goddamn peace, the saint that he is to all White Sox fans. The Southside Irish boy playing for the Southside team. The voice of summer. To the voice of summer. To the voice of summer. little brain i'm on one tonight <laughs> let's get going <laughs> you so, asshole uh, speaking of being on okay. one okay. to get kind of hyped up about baseball season i do have to say despite the white Sox only having one spring training victory everybody can cool their jets if they're really that upset about it indeed um because it's just spring training doesn't but, count to the record but michael kopech and garrett crochet Learning how to become pitchers. They looking fresh. Um, you know, here's the thing with Kopech. Obviously, one, two, three inning, had a strikeout in there. Yeah, I'm telling. I'm telling you, topped out at ninety nine. I'm telling you, in the starting rotation for the playoffs, I can see it happening. Stop I can honestly see that. it happening. I do not need. Do you, you think it's gonna be three man? No, I think it's gonna. Do you be- think Dylan Cease is gonna be that good this year? You're the one who said cats fixed him. I. <sighs> I fooled you. I got him, folks. I got him. You made me say his name correctly. I did. That as well as I convinced you of me actually believing that cats fixed cease. <sighs> Sarcasm, my friend. I hate you. Uh, uh, no. So that's what I'm saying. I. <sighs> so you're trying to say that we're going to go four-man rotation and the fourth man is Kopech. It could be. Or. Crochet. That's, that's No, no, no. Or it's some, yeah, some piecing of like. Cease goes a couple, Kopech goes a few. That's more like that's more likely. That's the most likely option is that you have Cease for three, Kopech for two, Crochet for two, you know eight and nine. Bummer Hendricks. For sure. Um to close out the fourth game of a of a sweep of the Astros. You know, that would be um pretty easy, I think, to to predict. Yeah. But I I love that (laughs) I love also that Crochet Showed me that he can learn how to become a pitcher in a very quick manner. I like how you think he's trying to prove to you that okay. he can. <laughs> Sorry. He proved to a lot of people, I think. Uh, to me, it was a worry because he mowed everybody down in the beginning. Like when he yeah. first came up. Yeah, he was just like. He's just mowing people down, right? He looked great. Flames. Yeah. Like fire past everyone, throwing 101, 102 on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, literally like when MLB did their, like what, however many pitches there were above a hundred miles an hour this All year, of them were him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Garrett crochet is in a third of the highlights, right. Mm-hmm. In the entire MLB. Um, but he showed that, okay, walk a couple guys. Cause you have a little bit of control issue to start. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to blow everything past everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he shaped strikes up. out. I believe is Grisham, right? On that curveball. 
fucking Trent Grisham. Right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, he had a great season last yeah, year. Yeah, I. But he had a, a solid offensive season last year. Like, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So like, I freezes him on a curveball after throwing fast, couple that, fastballs. Right? That specific curve, like that curve, you're specific, specifically speaking of. I didn't drink anything tonight. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> that specific curve you speak of was filthy. For a, for a strike, if he can drop that curve for a strike often. When it comes to bruh. the breaking of the curve, there's nothing necessarily different about it. It's the speed differential. Think about it. You just saw 102, and now you're getting buckled with a breaking pitch that looks like it's going to miss the plate and then breaks it. That's that's what's important about. Like he needs specifically because like it's not the dirtiest curve you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. He needs it to be a strike. For sure. I mean, think like, about a Rodas Chapman that's, too. That's right? not necessarily a swing and miss pitch, but it's fucking filthy behind his fastball. Right. And think about like guys like Rodas Chapman, right? I don't want to think about people don't. Asshole. Well, yes, but think about his stuff. Yes, for a minute, right? Very fast pitcher. Correct. <laughs> Do you know him for his slider? Do you know him for his sinker? No, Do you no, know you're him damn right. You're speed? damn no. It's the fastball, right? Yeah. So and pumping extremely gas, extremely dominant. And this is where I w- remember, like, picture yourself in Temple's toe in 2019, where we were talking. Ronaldo Lopez as if he was the next fucking ace of the White Sox. Right. What I envisioned when I first saw him was this like electric fastball, which he still has a good when it's on a good day. On a good day, his fastball moves. Um, We envisioned, you know, that great fastball followed by, you know, a serviceable slider. You know, couple that with one Better other, or yeah, yeah. Couple that like he his slider is what looked promising at the time, um, but couple that with like one other off speed or a cut fastball or something. Yep. You know, you got. Yourself I remember having this conversation with a you. Great yeah. goddamn pitcher. I remember talking about how Raylo needed to develop a second and third pitch, and obviously he did not do that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but crochet out here with that curve, that's signs of what we were hoping Raylo could be. Plus his fastball is better than Raylo's ever was. Oh, obviously. Beyond. I mean, it's better than anything we've ever seen in the system. Yes. Including Chris Sale. That's some hot takes. I'm supposed to have hot takes. Uh, he throws harder. I mean, he throws harder. But that's harder. another question, too, is, like, is Crochet a bullpen piece? Like, obviously, he's starting in the bullpen. Yeah. Is he going to remain a bullpen piece, or is he going to kind if of progress into a starter? It's all about longevity for him. For if sure. He can, if he can do the two innings at a time, three innings at a time, Listen. then you flex him into the starting role, and there's no problems. But it's it's if he can't but do listen, more than one a, inning. Well, listen, if he's a role that's Chapman, if he's the white role that's Chapman, <laughs> Without all the off <laughs> off field issues, I am very happy. I don't care that we wasted a first round pick on it. I mean, I know that's a lot to say about a reliever, but if he's a good reliever with nasty stuff and an electric fastball that no one can get out of the infield, 
here's sign me up. Here's where I am with first round fucking picks with the White Sox. If we have a major league caliber talent, I'm happy. Like God fucking damn it! Like we need one. Derek Crochet is the biggest first round hit since Carson Fulmer. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I hate. I'm gonna throw this well, at you. Like, no, what do you want from me? Tim, since Tim. Okay, thank and, you. And yeah. that's the biggest thing too. Is I mean, Madrigal's still up in the air too. Yeah, we don't. I mean, Madrigal's oh, been oh. pretty good too. Oh, obviously, Mister Three K. You you were gonna say we don't. We don't what we we don't know. Because uh, I agree, we don't we know one hundred percent. No, because he's the sample not size gonna, was small, but he still hit three forty over one hundred forty point appearances. So he, he may not be a three thousand career hitter. <laughs> anyway, <Is that>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, on that note, Garrett Crochet, super pumped for the future, super pumped for what he's going to bring. And as this is a good transition point, okay, going into our next episode, I definitely want to ask. Our guest that we're yes. gonna have on yes. in about a week and a half or so, um, our guy Dan Victor is gonna come on. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk the White Sox top thirty prospect list just came out. So obviously, instead of us trying to dive into that and analyze it in our wealth of baseball knowledge, we're gonna bring in one of the best. <laughs> yes, to do it with us. Yes, um, and he... I also want to ask him about the Garrett Crochet bullpen slash starter role. Yeah, what does he think about it, you know? As yeah. well as this catcher debacle that we brought up last week. Our so. second catcher and, you know, <laughs> the, he... <laughs> I can't. I, I'm sorry. Like now, you have to remember, Dan's a Sebi, Sebi Lever. He is a Sebi Lever. And but here's the thing: like specifically, Dan Victor is a guy who knows Sebi Zavala personally. Yes. He knows Zach Collins personally. He knows Yuri Mercedes uh, personally, I believe, or at least has seen him seen up him close play on and levels. personal. Yeah. Very frequently. He knows the game of baseball well enough to be well acquainted with Mr. LaCroix, like all of us are. But specifically with this, like, I literally would rather talk to no one else other than Dan Victor to get the inside scoop on who the best catcher is. And so I'm so excited that we're going to have him, especially in this, in this season where the only thing that fucking matters in this spring training is the second catcher that and figuring out what these other pieces are in the field that you know us here in chicago know very little about right speaking of knowing little about (laughs) the fact that you (laughs) yes are you gonna bring it up or am i gonna bring it up i was glad that you were gonna bring it up so now i don't feel as bad about it so we're talking about the top prospect list today and this is a good preface going into next week so we're talking about the top prospect list, and Tommy was like, oh, my God, your mean is 22. And I was like, well, or like number 22 on the list. And I was like, well, yes, this guy's 28, and, you know, this his time is spacing out quickly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you're commenting on a couple other guys, and you're like, I just realized that Blake Rutherford is white. <laughs> I I'm sorry, this guy's <laughs> last name is Rutherford. I Okay, I, I pieced it together. I – I remember very distinctly the day of the trade, you know, Robertson and Kainley going to the Yankees and getting back uh, Blake Rutherford along with a couple other minor prospects. And there was another minor prospect in there who was supposed to be decent. Tito Polo. Tito Polo, exactly. And he was – he ended up being – 
yeah, he's <laughs> Colombian, uh, dark-skinned guy. And I think his photo, for whatever reason, just stuck in my brain from that trade. And so I was like, Blake Rutherford is that trade. And this photo was from that trade. And just, I just, I, I... <laughs> I what I'll say is again I found out today that Blake Rutherford is white so like that's ghost <laughs> like <laughs> Nike wearing very yeah. like no. prep school yes white yes um a thousand percent that exactly fits the persona of what I saw today and what sucks is that. I found out today that's what hilarious. Blake Rutherford fucking and looks like. That's he was supposed to be his... one of our greatest like yeah, grabs yeah. from the rebuild. He was and a former was... top hunter prospect, if I'm not mistaken. He was 100 on the list. Yes, he was. A... <laughs> so, <laughs> but literally, he was number 100 on the list of top hunter prospects at one point. Something to keep in consideration about oh, the White Sox minor league development, which is another question I have for Dan next week so yeah what happened to omar Vizquel again oh, hmm. what happened to our entire minor hmm. league prospect system over the past 10 years and and the depth that we were supposed to have yeah anyway tom Good final God. thoughts because I'm, we are wrapping yeah. up on our time here yeah way to bring it bring us down at the, <laughs> at the well end. bring us back up tom <laughs> oh it, bring it us back thanks for eternal the, well of optimism here that you go. i am I'm that just i the am tonight yeah goddamn. so uh, meet y'all in lot B. We're gonna we're gonna break down the <laughs> barricades. We're gonna storm. We're gonna be there's gonna be too many of us for the CPD Tommy to said stop. That there's gonna be inter- insurrection on tailgating. Here. Let's go. We gotta meet, and they can't stop. They can't arrest all of us. That's the way to think about it. You know, um, and if you know if. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say something horrible. If you know, if if Uribe's cup gets arrested, you know that's that's that's, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I mean, if <laughs> shoot, if he has to make a fourth Twitter account, it's all good. <laughs> if Ellie White Claw gets arrested, you know that's a sacrifice oh, no. I'm willing to She's make. Too young for that, yo. She's not, no. no, okay. <laughs> but I, you're the, I, you're the worst. I'm the worst. I will see you all at Buffalo Wings and Rings because I don't think I have the funds available to purchase these tickets when off of StubHub, which will very likely be extremely expensive because they're going to come at a premium for being 20% capacity. Good God. I got an email from, from, from Brooks, you know, the, the main, you know, tickets and sales guy saying that I, I I got a personal email saying that I'm part of the quote unquote season ticket holders group. That's, Gonna get crack at tickets, so we'll see what that looks like. You know what I got, Steve? Not a damn thing. Bumpkiss. You got bumpkiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. So, um, I will again. I will be seeing y'all at Buffalo Wings and Rings because I'm not gonna. Well, hey, <laughs> we'll go catch some games down in Bridgeport and yes. meet up with everybody. And Shinnix really and Mitchell's Pub Tap. I, we will get there. We will be down there on a more regular basis and we will definitely be i will definitely try and get into the park at least a few times so even if that means us not congregating i'll sneak down to the hundred level so (laughs) (laughs) all right tom on that note in han we trust spend the money we must that's it have a good one everybody